Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Friday, June 28. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I am paying attention. Woohoo, good. Because yes. it's Friday. <laughs> it is, it is. I'm excited about the whole week. It's been a phenomenal week. Uh, and uh, got to spend a lot of time with my brother Sam Lenore. And he's actually going to be here now tomorrow as well to preach. And uh, we get to look at this passage one more time as well today. So, Jafet de Oliveira here. Let me pray for today. Heavenly Father. Bless today, bless the beauty of Sabbath coming in later in today, uh, bless uh, communities where we gather and converse and meet and uh, whether we're at work or whether with a family or with uh, new people that we're engaging with, we ask Lord for your wisdom and understanding in this passage in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, we are back to the English Standard Version, which is how we started the week on Sunday, Genesis 39, 1 through 20, subheading Joseph and Potiphar's wife. Now Joseph had been brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard, an Egyptian, had brought him from the Ishmaelites who had brought him down there. The Lord was with Joseph, and he became a successful man, and he was in the house of his Egyptian master. His master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord caused all that he did to succeed in his hands. So Joseph found favor in his sight and attended him, and he made him an overseer of his house and put him in charge of all that he had. From the time that he made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. The blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in house and field. Now he left all that he had in Joseph's charge, and because of him he had no concern about anything but the food he ate. Now Joseph was, a handsome, was handsome in form and appearance. And after a time his master's wife cast her eyes on Joseph and said, Lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Behold, because of me, my master has no concern about anything in the house, and he has put everything that he has in my charge. He is not greater in this house than I am, nor has he kept back anything from me except you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And as she spoke to Joseph day after day, he would not listen to her, to lie beside her or to be with her. But one day when he went into the house to do his work, and none of the men in the house was there in the house, she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and got out of the house. And as soon as she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and had fled out of the house, she called to the men of her household and said to them, See, he has brought among us a Hebrew to laugh at us. He came in to me to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And as soon as he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried out. He left his garment beside me and fled and got out of the house. Then she laid up his garment by her until his master came home. And she told him the same story, saying, The Hebrew servant whom you have brought among us came in to me to laugh at me. But as soon as I lifted up my voice and cried, he left his garment beside me and fled out of the house. As soon as his master heard the words that his wife had spoken to him, This is the way your servant treated me, his anger was kindled. And Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. And he was there in prison. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, you had brought up about this passage here, the laugh. Remember? Yes. And uh, I think no, and I think that the translations as we read it through the week actually talk uh, did a really good job of explaining that it's actually he's come here to mock all of us mm -hmm. by bring shame. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what it actually. It's just an odd way of putting it. It is, but I thought it was good. All right, here is the uh, final question for this week and uh, recalibrate question: Have you ever been falsely accused of anything? How should we respond to false accusations? How did Joseph respond? He was not in a position to defend himself, but he did have some choices in how to respond. Yeah. That part's not a question, but okay. I'll go ahead with the false (laughs) accusations. Okay, yeah. I just, I thought of one. When I was 15, I Uh think, I went through this kind of weird phase where I thought it would be fun. Only when you were 15? Oh, yeah. This was one particular weird phase. There have been many, but only this one was last. It was short-lived. I thought it would be fun. They used to have these tablets of caffeine. They were caffeine pills that you could swallow. Those were very popular. And each one was the equivalent of I don't know how many cups of coffee. So I had these caffeine tablets, Uh and I took a bunch of them, and I was awake for like, I don't know, not even that long, maybe a day. But there was a girl at school, and she thought it was super cool that I had the caffeine tablets. So she asked, could she have some of my caffeine tablets? So I, being you know friendly, giving person, I said, sure, have a couple. So I gave her some of my caffeine tablets. Uh-huh. And oh my goodness, this became a thing. Uh-huh. Her mother came to the principal in the whole school, and there was a big meeting in which it was discussed the fact that I was a drug dealer, okay? Well, a let's drug be dealer. honest about this, yeah. And so how I defended myself was that I did not deal the caffeine tablets. The girl came begging me for the caffeine tablets. I didn't charge her for them. I didn't make her take them. And also, they're not an illegal substance. I bought them at the pharmacy, like at the Walgreens, only that's not what it was you called sh- at this but point. But you failed. Yes. So I felt a little affronted being called an actual drug dealer. It felt a little heavy, um, you know, for what I'd actually done. What about you? You've been falsely accused of so many things. I can't even start to, like, as soon as we came to Colorado, you were falsely accused of like 50 million things, like in writing and in video. And there were some funny ones. There are still people up at the church up the road who falsely accuse, right? (laughs) There's some funny there's, ones, but yeah. there, but there's but there's one. How do you respond to false one that, accusations? Mm, yeah, there was okay. one that was actually kind of funny. That's not related to the church. Do you remember when, oh. when I got pulled over in Chicago, uh, and the guy th- said I didn't have tags? On oh, my car. he said I'm always catching you, Michigan people. We'd only lived in Michigan for <laughs> yeah a couple of months, and, and we were we were in Indiana on our way to Illinois, so we we're in a different state. Yeah, and, and he, he was, was just an like Indiana he was trooper. Done with us, right? What, and I wanted him to shoot me. I was I so angry. This. Yes. And I didn't want him to shoot you nor nor myself. He was so aggressive. And he <laughs> said he didn't like my face. And I still to this day I don't understand what his problem was because we didn't have something that was I required think, in his state that we didn't be, have because we didn't live in that state. That you were leaning over yelling at him I while was not I yelling. was while I was on the driver's side. No, I was concerned because Jafet doesn't know how to respond to an American police officer. He hadn't lived here long enough. <laughs> In England, you actually get out of the car to to I meet them I halfway. Didn't I didn't do that. No, you didn't do I that. And it, like here, if you get out of your car, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that, that's not well, good. I saw mm, the police mm, actually. Mm. I think my story wrestling a man better. to the ground last week. <laughs> oh really? Yes, true yeah. story. I think crazy. this officer was going to wrestle you. So I think there was many many ways that we could respond to that. And I think that the difficulty is when you're accused when you accuse falsely of something is that you 
instinctively want to defend yourself. I remember once that I was in a meeting and somebody was accusing uh, me of something and I decided to to allow the meeting to, to continue and not to say anything and just allow everybody to process what they need to say. And that it just, it actually made the person even more upset. Mm. Like, and I didn't, that, didn't was, that wasn't the intent. The intent was I, I thought, you know what, this is what they believe. Let's just let somebody else mediate and talk about this kind of stuff. And then the person was like, well, look, you see, he must be guilty because he's not saying anything. I'm like, oh, okay. So then I realized that I had to actually say something because, because I felt like they need the space to air everything that they had to say. And I think that the tension is that you, you want to defend yourself. And I feel like there's always this thing, but I think that if you can take the high road, oh, it's a it's an amazing space to be in uh, to be able to be in that space and well, Jesus did that often. I don't know. I don't know that the high road means not defending yourself. I don't. No, I think you can just no, give I, facts. No, I these think are you the can. facts. This you is what can. you're saying to me, but this is what I'm saying in return. The high you the are high road is, is to not uh, attack. To not lash out. Mm. Yes, you but can, I think you, can, you can still say you were wrong. Yeah, but so there's but there's said, ways that you do it. And so I think I that's think the key. I think you can even be kind of nasty. Because oh, the thing is, goodness. if somebody's <laughs> falsely accused you, I think they better be prepared for whatever comes their way. Oh, yeah. You know? I think that there they are moments have some when... heavy armor. There are moments when... Well, I, d- yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. I, I, w- I would be pretty careful about making an accusation if I didn't have pretty solid evidence to back that up. Yeah, I think so it's difficult. People often that jump to conclusions and go about doing People find it very hard to apologize. So, yes, it is interesting. Anyway, let me repeat the question one more time because our time's up. Have you ever been falsely accused of anything? Uh, how should we respond to false accusations? How did Joseph respond? He was not in a position to, to defend himself, but he did have some choices in how to respond. Think about that. Look after well, each other. We don't really know how he responded. He just went to jail. <laughs> Uh, well, right. I mean, he didn't fight it. In well, the sense he might of, have. He might have gone kicking and screaming uh, to the prison. We don't know. The Bible doesn't say. It just says. Next thing we know, he's in jail. I think that. I think that there's enough inferences. I would say that the story lets us believe that he's alive. But I didn't say that he wasn't alive. I just said we don't know how he responded to the false accusations. That's how we know some of the re- responding. Response. I disagree, but we're going That's to. Okay. We're That's okay. That's good. Thank you. That's okay. You can. Appreciate that. I like that. All right. Appreciate that freedom I'm gonna, that I'm you gonna, give me to I'm going to repeat that last section thoughts. now. <laughs> okay. Please. He was not in a position to defend himself, but he did have some choices in how to respond. But did he, though? I wanna, <laughs> every time you say it, I'm just going <laughs> to. Sorry, you, you can actually end the podcast now. Okay, I will. I will allow hey, that to happen. Look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other and live love.